It is day two of Daf Tess. We are holding the Gemara on Daf Tess and Malala for about 12 lines down from the top of the page. Yesterday we learned the first source for the idea Mosifin Mechol Ala Kodesh that we add from the mundane onto the holy. A biblical source that Rabbi Kiva learnt from the Pasuk Bechorish of Akatsir Tishbos which he said must be talking about Shemitah even though it's in a Pasuk that's talking about Shabbos because there's no other reason why the Torah would have singled out these two Malachas. However, Rabbi Ishmael disagreed with Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Ishmael said, no, there is a good reason why the Torah would single out these malachas. It's to teach you that only if they are things that are discretionary, only if you're doing this malacha of chorish, of plowing or of reaping in a discretionary manner, in other words, in a non-mitzvah manner, then they are forbidden on Shabbos. But if they're for the sake of a mitzvah, like the Ketzirah Omer, the harvest of the barley crop the night before the Korban Omer was brought on the 16th of Nisan, if that was on Shabbos, if the night before was on Shabbos, that would be permitted on Shabbos. And that is why the Pasuk says, Bechorish of Tishbos, specifically here in a Pasuk talking about Shabbos. What that means is though, that Rabbi Shmuel doesn't have any source yet, not quoted in the Gemara at least, for the idea that Mosif and Machal Kodesh, because the source that Rabbi Kiva used, Rabbi Shmuel used for something else. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Shmuel, what about Rabbi Shmuel? Mosif and Machal Kodesh Minali. How does he know that we add from the mundane onto the holy? Where does he get this principle from? Nafkele, he learns it out the from the following Brysa. The Brysa is talking about a Pasuk regarding Yom Kippur. The Torah says, which means, and you shall afflict yourselves on the ninth of the month of Tishrei, in the evening. From evening until evening, you shall rest your rest. When the Torah says, and you shall afflict yourselves on the ninth, you might have thought you're actually required to begin your fast on the ninth of Tishrei. Talmud Lomar, so to exclude that mistaken notion, the Torah says, Ba'erev, in the evening. In other words, you don't start the fast until the evening. So the Torah says, Batisha on the 9th, from which you might have thought that you have to start your fast on the 9th. But then it says, Ba'erev, no, you only have to start your fast in the evening. In other words, the night of the 10th. E Ba'erev, but if you th- might think that the fast only begins on the night of the 10th, Yochel Meshetech maybe only after it gets dark, Tamar Loma Batisha. But we have the other part of the Pasuk that said it has to be on the night, which implies in the daytime. So how, how can we reconcile these two things in the Pasuk? On the one hand, the Torah says Batisha on the ninth, which implies you start your fast and your affliction on the ninth. On the other hand, it says Ba'erev in the night, which implies after dark on the night of the tenth. Ha Ketzad, how can we reconcile these two parts of the Pasuk? The answer is that whereas one does begin fasting while it's still day on the 9th, it's not the whole day. It's just for part of the day. We add a little bit of the 9th. We add a little bit before it gets dark on the 9th and we fast. This teaches us that we add from the mundane, in other words, the 9th, which is a regular day. It's not yet Yom Kippur. We drag the Kodesh, the Kedush of Yom Kippur, into the 9th and we add a little bit of the Kedush of Yom Kippur into the 9th. The Brysa says, so far I only know that we have to do so at the beginning of Yom Kippur. When Yom Kippur arrives, how do I know I have to add a little bit of Yom Kippur into the day after Yom Kippur? In other words, a few minutes after Yom Kippur finishes, after nightfall, we have to continue the fast. Talmud Lomar, as the Pasuk says, from evening until evening, which implies until evening means until night. 
but until means up to and including. So the Pasuk is telling us up to and including the night, part of the night has to be included in the restrictions of Yom Kippur. So so far I only know Yom Kippur has this requirement of adding Mechal al Kodesh or the mundane onto the holy. How do I know Shabbos es minayin? How do I know I have to do that for Shabbos as well? Talmud Loma, the Torah says, Tish in the same passage we've been quoting, you shall rest. Yomim Tovim minayin, and how do I know that you also have to do so on festivals? Talmud Loma Shabbat the Torah says, your rest. In other words, at the end of the passage it says, Me'erev aderev, Tish Shabbat from Tishbutu we come to include Shabbos, and from Shabbat Chem we come to include Yom Tov, that both Yom Kippur and Shabbos and Yom Tov, they all require Mosif and Mechol HaKodesh adding from the mundane onto the holy. So the Brisa sums up HaKetzad. So what's the conclusion here? Kol Mokom Shvus, wherever the Torah mentions rest, like Yom Kippur and Shabbos and Yom Tov, in all those cases, Mosif and Mechol HaKodesh, we add from the mundane onto the holy, and we have this requirement. So that's how Rabbi Shmuel knows we have this requirement. So we've seen Rabbi Shmuel's source for adding from the mundane onto the holy is this pasuk about Yom Kippur. We know also from yesterday Rabbi Kiva learns out this same principle from the pasuk regarding the Shemitah year, where it says Bechorish So the Gemara says Rabbi Kiva. What about Rabbi Kiva? What does he do with the Pasuk that we've just learned out from Rabbi Shmuel? The Rabbi Shmuel uses to teach us that we add from the mundane unto the holy. What does Rabbi Kiva do with that Pasuk? He doesn't need that Pasuk to, to teach us. So what does he learn out from there? So the Gemara says, He needs it for the ruling of from Difti. He taught from a Brisa. So the following Pasuk, which is the same one Rabbi Shmuel just expounded. You shall afflict yourselves on the night. Is it on the ninth that we fast? Isn't it the tenth that we fast? And this is the contradiction that Rabbi Shmuel used to answer, Ah, we do actually fast a little bit on the ninth because we're Moshev, Mechal HaKodesh, we add from the mundane unto the holy. But that's not Rabbi Kiva's answer. What does Rabbi Kiva answer? In other words, Chir Barav Midifti, who Rabbi Kiva holds like, and Elohim Elchai comes to teach you, Kol HaOchel V'Shosei Bateshi'i Ma'ale Alova Kosov Ki'ilu Isan Chiva Siri a very famous Ma'amar Chazal, many of us are familiar with, that whoever eats and drinks on the 9th of, of Tishrei, the Torah treats him as if he fasted on the 9th and the 10th. There's like a mitzvah here to eat on the 9th. We know on Erev Yom Kippur we eat more, that the 9th is also part of the affliction in the sense that even though you don't fast, you eat more on the 9th to prepare for the 10th. That in terms of virtue, the act of eating on the 9th is is, is as good as or as important as fasting on the 10th. And he learns that out here, Barav, because the Torah says the affliction begins in the evening, but Erev, we know we don't fast on the 9th, so it must be talking about eating and drinking and it refers to them as affliction. Now, why does the Torah require us to eat on the 9th? And why does it consider it to be affliction? Because the purpose of eating on the 9th, the Mepharshim explains, is to prepare a person for the affliction of fasting the following day. And someone who prepares himself in this way is considered as having afflicted himself on both days, on both the 9th and the 10th. We're going to hold it for today. I wish you all a very good day.